You're listening to Informed, informal chats about theological topics to help us know and understand God together. Informed. Informed. Hi everyone, Simeon here. Welcome to Informed. Uh, And in an Informed First, I'm afraid it is just me today. I don't have any guests, um, but hopefully you won't get too bored of the sound of my voice. Um, You know, when I have guests on Informed, if it's their first time, I always ask them, why are you a Christian? Can you tell us in a minute? Um, uh, I suppose it's only fair enough, as I don't have any guests today, to try and answer that question myself. Um, So on one level, I'm a Christian because uh, my parents are Christians and they brought me up to know God. So I've not known anything different in my history in terms of uh, alternative worldviews or ways of life. uh, I first, I think I first decided I wanted to follow Jesus when I was six. Um, I wasn't baptised until I was 16, perhaps dragged my feet a bit more than I should have done. Um, but I, uh, since since becoming an adult, I've asked lots of hard questions about my faith. I've, it's not something I've just taken as read. Um, but each time I've asked hard questions, I've... Um, I've not found myself in a position where I'm thinking, I don't actually think this is true. Um, I've asked really tough questions, but I always, always had a like a, a bedrock of, of a sense that this is true and that I'm committed to following Jesus. It's not something that I'm going to give up on lightly. And um, yeah, so uh, as, as I've uh, gone on through my adult life, uh, I've continued to choose to follow Jesus. And um, by his grace, I'm going to continue to choose to do so for the rest of my life. What I wanted to chat about today was um, the Bible, scripture, why we think of the Bible as special, as different to other books that we might read and really benefit from, and how we think about that whole thing. And I guess before getting into that, it's worth winding back and saying that, um, the reason that the Bible is important is because God is a God who speaks. You think about the way that um, the way that we come to faith is by God revealing himself to us. Whatever the mechanism is in um, our experience, whether it's someone that we know sharing the gospel with us, whether it's reading the Bible, whether it's having an experience of God in a dream or a vision or something, whatever it is that brings us to faith um behind all of that it is god's active revelation of himself to us that means that we come to knowledge of the truth because we're uh, in our natural state we are in sin we are spiritually dead we are um deceiving ourselves and not in a position to uh, get hold of the truth unless god in his mercy opens our eyes to it so so god revealing himself to us is right at the heart of being a christian and and so as we go on through our Christian life, um, we, we, we need to be those who have listening to God right at the heart of who we are and what we do, because we follow him. He's our Lord. He is the one we serve. And, and if you're serving someone, if you're following someone, you need to listen to their instructions. He is our greatest friend and our greatest lover. And if you're in relationship with someone, you need to listen to them um he is the master of the mission that we're on and if you're on mission on behalf of someone you need to listen to 
their direction. So whatever we think about in the Christian life, listening to God is so important. Um, and obviously God speaks to us in a number of different ways. Uh, he speaks to us prophetically through each other. He speaks to us uh, through his spirit uh, living in our bodies. But he speaks to us in scripture in a way that's kind of primary. It's our benchmark for weighing up everything else we think God might or might not be saying. Um, because God's given us uh, something on paper in black and white that he has inspired, um, that he's... Uh, that he is orchestrated to be exactly how it wants it to be. So we have an, a kind of an objective benchmark for working out what is true about God, what is not true about God, uh, what is uh, to be believed, what is not to be believed, what is to be done, what is not to be done. Let's have a swig of my coffee. Um, but you might have a question about that because you might think, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, sure. Maybe the Bible is inspired, but uh, our interpretation of it clearly isn't because different Christians think different things about various topics. And you're absolutely right. Um, our interpretation of the Bible is not infallible. So even so, um, we have a, a revelation that is exactly how God wanted it to be, even if our understanding of it um, maybe needs to be open to challenge and be open to growing and changing. Um, so it's uh, it's in a different category um, to say a prophetic word where the interpretation might be wrong and the revelation might be wrong. Um, so scripture is really important um, as our benchmark for everything that we do as Christians, as a church, everything that we believe. Uh, it's the uh, it's the plumb line. Um, and that's not that's not kind of as opposed to being a people filled with the spirit uh, and responsive to the spirit. Um, the Bible is inspired by the spirit and the spirit will help us to understand the Bible um, and the Bible will lead us to expect the spirit to interact with us in other ways, prophetically and so on. Um, so they really do all come together as a package and we really don't want to pit a word against spirit. There's such so exciting when they come together and you you have people who are um red hot um in the word and red hot in the spirit and um uh, not kind of one at the expense of the other might be worth thinking a bit about how um the bible came to be um we don't believe that uh it kind of dropped out of heaven on a cloud one day, uh, already packaged up and ready to go. In fact, it's the Bible is a compilation of different books, isn't it? Obviously, and uh, and each of those books was originally written for a particular purpose. It was a history document or a letter or um, a song or whatever written by a real person for a real purpose with a real um, audience in mind. Uh, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if none of the biblical writers sat down one day and thought i'm going to write a chapter of the bible today um they were writing other things that they you know, their letters their their poems their songs their histories whatever um but whether they knew it or not god was at work in their writing and he has in his sovereignty arranged for um 
these these various documents to be exactly how he wanted them to be in a way that he hasn't arranged um, with other pieces of really good writing. Um, and so this is a process that we call inspiration, kind of um, based on particularly, I guess, the verse in 2 Timothy that says that all scripture, thinking there of the Old Testament, all scripture is breathed out by God and useful for um, teaching, rebuking and correcting and so on. Um, it's breathed out by God. It's inspired by him. And he uh, he's he's organized it. He's arranged it in his sovereignty to be exactly how he wants it to be. And I think of that on two on two levels. There's there's, there's God has arranged the words on the page as as he wants them to be in Mark, say. But he's also in his sovereignty arranged the compilation of the of the canon, the choosing of the books, although that was a, a process done by humans, um, humans filled with the spirit and um and faithful to jesus but um uh well thinking of new testament anyway um the old testament uh the, the compilers of the old testament canon wouldn't have been faithful to jesus because they hadn't met him yet um dig myself out of that hole ignore those last couple of sentences it was it was it was um put together by by people in a in a in a process of of uh, their reflection and so on but god was sovereign over that just as he was sovereign over the writing of the scripture in the first place um uh, so it um you might sort of be thinking that how do you prove that you know that um uh how do you know that these are the books that god inspired how do you know that the compilation is right and when I think about that, um, what I find really helpful to think about is to start with Jesus. This is the argument of that Andrew Wilson makes in um, uh, a book called Unbreakable, what the Son of God said about the Word of God, um, which we used to give away in our welcome packs of city. I can't remember whether we still do. Um, it's a nice little book, and, uh, and it, uh, it makes the argument that we don't believe in Jesus because of Scripture. We believe in Scripture because of Jesus, if I remember rightly. And um, I sometimes think about it like this, that you, when, when Jesus came to earth, you already had Old Testament scriptures in existence. And he didn't have to go back and say, oh, guys, you've got it wrong. You shouldn't have included Leviticus or Two Kings or something. You, Sorry, let me just tweak your compilation a bit. He didn't have to do any of that. He held scripture in, in really high regard and um, really expected people to take it seriously and kind of implicitly validated or maybe explicitly validated that scripture is inspired by God and the compilation of it is doesn't need changing. And, um, and so given that, given that Jesus has validated that for the Old Testament, it's not too much of a stretch to assume that the sovereignty and grace and kindness of God that oversaw that process for the Old Testament was also at work with the New Testament and has overseen um, the process of choosing the New Testament books as well. And um, as far as I know, there's no, you know, Orthodox Christian church that disputes, that rejects any of the books in our Bibles. Um, there are, there are, there's uh, obviously uh, churches like the Catholic Church or whatever that would recognise the Apocrypha books as being perhaps more significant than we would maybe but um i don't think there's anyone uh, anyone in in mainstream christianity who would reject any of the books in our bibles um so that's that's massive agreement across hundreds of years and 
millions of people that this is the word of God. There's not, you know, multiple different options circulating in terms of what the core um, books that everyone agrees on is. There's this widespread agreement. So that's really reassuring, I think. Um, the fact that the fact that these these books of the Bible were all written originally in a real life context by a real life person for a real life audience means that none of them was designed to be kind of a completely abstract piece of theology. They're all from real life. They're all um, they're all uh, from real people's situations, and so none of them is written with a 21st century um, person in Britain in mind. Um, they, they, we're in God's mind as he's inspiring scripture and, and orchestrating its, its compilation. But the human authors, they, they've never heard of Cambridge probably and um, no concept of the 21st century or Twitter or... Um, uh, laptops or coffee or my someone I don't know coffee someone can tell me on a postcard whether there's coffee in the ancient near east um so they're they're not conscious of us they're they're not writing to us but in the sovereignty of God they are writing for us uh, but that means we have a little bit of work to do in terms of I'm um, thinking about well how does this message that's written um to a different situation to different people how does that apply to me and and as a broad, um, as a broad rule of thumb, I guess the more similar my situation uh, is to their situation, not thinking so much in terms of, um, you know, where I live and what my job is, although that might be relevant, uh, but thinking more in terms of my relationship with God, what stage of salvation history am I at, and so on. The more similar my situation is to their situation, the more similar God's instructions to me are going to be to theirs. Um, but I think Daniel and I talk about this a bit in an earlier episode of Informed about interpreting scripture. So uh, maybe I won't uh, say too much about that now. But I think it's, I just want to, I'm coming to land soon, but um, just remind us how important the Bible is and say if there isn't a rhythm of opening the Bible in your life, then find a rhythm of opening the Bible in your life because you if you're in relationship with Jesus, you want to hear what he is saying. You want to know what his instructions are to you. You want to hear his encouragement to you. You want to be fed by his kindness to you and, and rejoice in the gospel. I, I need so much help to keep remembering the gospel and keep rejoicing in the gospel. And if scripture isn't going to do that for us, uh, then what will? And if we have children in our lives that we're parents to or godparents to or grandparents to or friends to or uncles or aunties or whatever, um, I just have it on our radar to be thinking about how we can um, help them to be opening the Bible and engaging with it and finding some major appropriate ways to help them to hear its message. Um, that's really important for us as a church. Preaching is preaching from the Bible is such an important part of what we do uh, when we get together um, because uh, because it it helps keep us centered on the word that has God has inspired as our as our authority for what we do and what we believe 
And um, uh, the way we tend to do it in city is to, um, not always, but often we'll take a chunk of scripture and try and work through it over a number of weeks, um, say a term or so. Um, and uh, that's not the only way to preach. It's not even necessarily a better way to preach in other ways, but it has a big advantage that it helps us to be a little bit systematic. Systematic is my middle name, so just bear with me. But it is a discipline in preaching that helps us to be systematic and just make sure we're not always picking our favourite passages or our particular hobby horse topics, um, but we're hearing the full richness of everything God wants to reveal to us in Scripture, everything that the Spirit wants to do in us through Scripture. Um, uh, even in the, the bits we find uncomfortable, even in the bits we find confusing, even in the bits that we find um, just are less familiar and we don't gravitate towards, they are all... Um, inspired breathed out by god as 2 timothy says and useful for us in our following of jesus and our discipleship so can i really encourage you to uh, make the most of our preaching at city encourage the preachers um uh, listen find 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 ways to listen well whether it's taking notes or following along the scripture in your bible or on your phone or uh, whatever it may be um listening back to it in the week to refresh your memory, whatever it is that helps you to engage with it. And um, saying that makes me think, oh, I wonder what helps me engage with it. I, a long time ago, I used to be quite a methodical note taker in, in sermons, and I haven't been in recent seasons, but find ways to find ways to engage with, with what's going on and to really get the most out of um, the preacher's uh, work to bring scripture to us and help us to understand it and uh, to see jesus and the gospel in it and to um uh, understand the implications of it for our lives let me pray for us and um, that we be a people who uh, love the scriptures father thank you for speaking to us in your word and thank you for um for the joy of having available readily to us in a language we understand um your inspired scriptures and i pray that we would be hungry for them as a church and we'd be people who love to be in the bible and um love to be uh shaping our thinking and testing our beliefs and um, weighing our actions against your word and feeding on it and rejoicing in it and delighting in it and lord i pray that it would be changing us that as we uh as we go through uh, scriptures as a whole church family and as individuals Lord, we would be changing as we engage with your words uh, we don't want to stay the same we don't want to just be those who hear and do not do uh, but we want to be those who uh, hear and act and as James says are blessed in our doing amen amen well thank you for uh, your listening in and uh, look out for another episode of informed coming your way uh, before too long. Bye for now.